Hello, my friends, and welcome once again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. It's the ninth day of August. I'm Paul White. I'm glad to have you. It has been a good journey. Well, decidedly that. It's been a great journey through 2 Timothy. Today, we should close the third chapter, and then tomorrow, midweek, pick up the beginning of the final chapter of 2 Timothy. And uh, I've got an idea for what we're going to do afterwards over the next few days. I'm going to start to leak those uh, plans to you a little bit and give you an update on what I'm thinking. But for today, let's close 2 Timothy 3, verses 16 and 17. Paul says, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Now, I told you yesterday that there are some issues here in translation that might contribute a little bit in regards to what this scripture is saying. First of all, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. Uh, Another way of saying that the little cleaner is divinely inspired, but uh, even better is uh, theonustos. Theonustos meaning God breathed. So all scripture is God breathed. But what I want to point out, and I, I, this is one of those moments where I, I copy, um, Rod Sterling from the Twilight Zone. You'll recall years ago that old TV show where he would open with uh, submitted for your approval. Um, I submit this for your approval or your denial. You, I submit this for your consideration. Let me say it that way. That this is something worth thinking about. If you're looking at your hard copy of this text, there are italicized words in your translation and those italicized words are words that are added in by translators to help form the sentence in a way that makes sense in the English. And the word is, which is used twice in this 16th verse, is italicized, which means that that is not a word that's there in the Greek. And I want to reread it as it's written in your translation, and then I want to reread it without the added words. Here it is in your translation. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Now I want to remove the italicized words. I want to show you the Greek conjunction and as it could have been translated. All Scripture given by inspiration of God is also profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for training and discipline in righteousness. Now, I don't know if you caught it, but if you take the is out, all scripture given by inspiration of God, the word and right there is translated is also, is also profitable for doctrine. So it sounds different. When you read it that way, it is not as if Paul is saying all scripture is God-breathed. It's Paul saying all of the scripture that is God-breathed is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. And what we got to ask here is, is Paul saying that all scripture is God-breathed and profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, and instruction in righteousness? Or is Paul saying that of the scriptures that are God-breathed, they are profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness? I'm going to be honest with you. I think Paul could be saying 
All Scripture that is God-breathed is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction. I don't know. I and, and the reason I say that is because when you look through the Old Testament Scriptures, there are things in those Scriptures that do not appear to be God-breathed. I'm reading the book of Job right now, and just based on the internal evidence, there's no way you can say that Job's three friends are breathing out godly scripture. In fact, the internal evidence, you get to the end of the book, and God himself shows up and says, these guys are liars. Nothing they said made any sense. And yet you spend three-fourths of the book reading their words. Read the book of Ecclesiastes and tell me if you think that everything Solomon writes in the book of Ecclesiastes is profitable for doctrine. So I don't want, I'm I'm not in any way trying to argue with Paul. I'm really trying to land on what he might have meant because that's the thing. We don't really know. All we can do is reconstruct. And I think it's quite possible that Paul is saying all scripture that is God-breathed, is also profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, instruction of righteousness. He doesn't then turn around and say, all the scripture that's not God-breathed is not, because he wouldn't have to. He's already established. If God-breathed it, it works. Well, that would lead us then to the difficult task of going, well, what is God-breathed? And I, quite frankly, don't think that's as tough as it sounds, because... Jesus Christ is the centerpiece. He just told Timothy, you learned the scriptures from your childhood. They make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ. So as far as I'm concerned, Paul's already given his own criteria for what God-breathed looks like. If it leads you to Christ, it's God-breathed. I think he could be saying if it doesn't lead you to Christ, it's not God-breathed. I leave that, again, for your consideration. I submit it for your approval. Let's finish this chapter. Verse 17, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Why in the world do we need good works? In this passage, they're not a bit for your righteousness. You've been disciplined for righteousness by what you see in the scripture. You're thoroughly equipped for every good work because you're righteous. You can actually go do some good in the world because you allow yourself to be reproofed, corrected, and instructed in righteousness. Complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work, which tells me that there is a part of your completion that takes place as you grow in the Word. And so for someone to say, I'm complete in Christ, I don't need to read the Bible, they don't really understand the purpose of reading the Bible. (laughs) There are things in there that round out your understanding of doctrine that profit you in reproof and correction. They discipline you in righteousness. And we most certainly need them. What do we need? We especially need that which is God-breathed. Okay, tomorrow we will begin the fourth chapter, the final chapter of 2 Timothy. We'll see you then. God bless.